Everybody, how are you? Today is December 7th. As most of you probably know, this is the anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack 79 years ago. It's hard to believe that it's been that many years. When I was a little kid, they still talked about World War II constantly. But now it seems like people have started to forget, which makes me a little nervous. I think we can all agree that World War II was the biggest tragedy that, as a human race, we've ever dealt with, at least that we know of. Millions and millions of people died. I've been watching a lot of documentaries, one that you might want to watch if you enjoy learning about World War II history is a show called World War II in Color on Netflix. It follows a timeline and it uses real footage. Most of it has been colorized and it's really well put together. When I watch the footage, I'm just constantly reminded of how horrible of an ordeal the world had to deal with. And now people are starting to forget. I really, really think that we we can't forget. We have to remember so we don't repeat these mistakes. I know things seem rough now because of the coronavirus and a lot of people are suffering, but we'll get through it. Just look at how everybody got through World War II, the 1918 pandemic, which was arguably worse than this one, World War I, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, the Cold War, the Cuban Missile Crisis. We've gotten through way worse. We'll get through this, and I think we're rounding the corner. I know the vaccine isn't supposed to be a magic bullet, but it will get us mostly there. And I think things after this last winter surge will get better. So I'm hoping you'll join me in taking a little perspective and being appreciative of what we have, keeping positive, being friendly to people, and try turning off the news for a few days. Give yourself a break. The news, most of the time, is just there telling you about all the bad problems of the world. And if you just expose yourself to that, you'll get depressed. Why not find something else that you enjoy or pick up a hobby that you you drop or pick up something new and just give yourself a break? I try to stay away from news and politics in this podcast because I figure you can find that anywhere else. Hopefully you find this pleasant. So for today, I'm interviewing my friend Lee Nelson again. You might remember Lee from episode number one. He's the one who owns the Nimble Distillery, the the Cane Distillery in Ybor City, Florida. He's a very good friend of mine. We have great conversations. Hopefully you'll agree. And if you can believe it, this guy today is going to tell us about how he ate a poisonous spider. Have you ever eaten a poisonous spider? I hope not. I know I haven't, and I hope I never do. 
But he's the only one I've ever known that actually ate a poisonous spider. He didn't do it on purpose. Uh, so anyway, I don't want to spoil all the fun of him telling you the story. So I'm going to reintroduce you to my friend Lee Nelson. But before I do, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really hope you all are having a good holiday season and staying safe. And keep smiling. Tell us the spider story. The spider story. This was the day before Father's Day last year. Um, so it was, you know, the beginning of the summer. Um, I had spent the entire day with another another employee uh, moving a really gross old Ebor garage. Everything from from just moving stuff, cleaning what we were moving, and then sweeping it out. The dust was was everywhere, um, and you know, in the afternoon, started drinking drinking high lies and drinking, you know, IPAs. And this is in the distillery, right? This is in the distillery. This is in that back part of the garage where we store all the whiskey barrels. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's lots of bugs, right? It's Florida. So we were, we were sweeping and finding gross things and, you know, rats that had probably died 30 years ago. Like, you know, the carcasses, it was, it was not a pleasant cleaning experience, but we were back there and we were, we're taking everything out and I took one sip of my beer and it tasted a little crunchy. So I kind of thought, all right, I'm <laughs> going to throw this one out and get a new one. Uh, but I, I did swallow it uh, and uh, went about my business and then came home, showered. It was again, an exhausting manual day, probably 14, 15 hours worth of work. Uh, started drinking a lot, trying to hydrate and, Took a shower, passed out. The next day I woke up uh, and we were going to spend it with my father. Um, there was football on. We were watching football and I and I couldn't make it. I was white as a ghost. Everyone was telling me that I looked like death and I felt like I had heat exhaust, exhaustion. I just really had um, just no no energy and I, and I just felt totally off. Um, so I went to bed super early and slept for like many, many hours beyond what I normally sleep. Uh, got up the next day, felt nauseous, uh, queasy and, uh, like arthritic pain in all my joints, right? It was this like inflamed joint feeling. I know all about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So put on work clothes, went to the bank. Uh, and I work on a, at a large financial institution on a campus that actually has an, a nurse that's on duty, right? We have a lot of, we have daycare there and a cafeteria and a nurse. I went to my desk and uh, literally signed in to everything, took my first call, uh, like, you know, conference call, and then had to exit it and went to the, to the restroom and just started puking, just started vomiting. And, and uh, this that is was now really, two days after. Yeah, day and a half, two days. Um, And I was sweating so bad. So I thought, oh, no, I got food poisoning. What is what is with this joint thing? I don't understand what's going on. Drank a ton of water that made it almost worse. You know, uh, sent a quick message to my boss. I'm going to take I'm going to not be in front of my computer. I'm going to go down and see the nurse. I went down to the nurse. She started taking vitals. (sighs) She called it. She was like, you either got bit by a spider or 
you're about to have a heart attack, right? And there's something <laughs> else going on. She said, I can, I can either call an ambulance, which is what I pre- recommend, uh, or if you tell me you're going to walk out this building and drive to your primary care physician or an urgent care space, I'll let you do that, right? It's your, it's your call, but I recommend that you just sit there and call the ambulance. You know, and I, I could get to interject there. You're really lucky she was smart enough to figure that out. I mean, that's like yeah. effective work. That's very impressive. Yeah. She was asking questions and just checking everything off. So, so here I am going, oh no, I'm about to have a heart attack, right? And I didn't think the spider thing was, was uh, there was, you know, any poisoning going on in my body. She, she handed me the paperwork, drive here. They, they're expecting you. She did a lot of the, the work. So I, I drove down to the, the facility, went in, described everything. And they said, listen, we got to rule some stuff out. If you have a spider bite, you're going to have marks on your body. So this was the embarrassing part because, of course, the, the nurse that I was talking to was this you know, young, uh, fairly attractive woman who said, take all your clothes off. We're going to inspect every crevice in your body. So that was great. And like I say, I'm saying that sarcastically. So I stood there embarrassed and they went through my whole body and they didn't find anything. And then we started, I started remembering that beer, that sip of the beer. It was at that point in time. And I said, man, you know, I drank a sip out of beer. Is this possible to experience this if I swallowed it? You know, and the other nurse came in and she said, it is, but you're very lucky. That's like the best way to consume spider venom, like in, in your stomach, because you get your stomach defenses, the acid in there. There's a lot of that, of all the ways to get it in, into your body. That's probably the best one. And she said that might also explain like all the vomiting, right? Because that's the one thing that we, they couldn't really put all the pieces together when they were looking at symptoms of the spider bite, like the increased hypertension, the, the sharp pains in the body, the inflamed joints, uh, the, the temperature that was fluctuating, the sweating, all those were, were symptoms of, a, of, a, of being poisoned by spider venom. What wasn't was, was being nauseous. And so then that, to them, they went, okay, that's great. We still have to monitor your heart. Um, so they prescribed snake bite, spider bite stuff, and it was just a, a big pink pill. And I took that every day and it took about three days to recover. The one thing that they were worried about was the arthritis in the joints. They were like, this may be a permanent thing that you have forever. Um, it took about four months for it to dissipate. I mean, it really was there. It wasn't a gradual thing. It was, it was for like two months. I just had my, every joint in my body felt inflamed. Um, it was an awful, awful thing, but yeah, that was, that was a horrible, a horrible experience. Um, I definitely swallowed a brown spider. And when I came back to work at the distillery, uh, the very first thing that the employee that helped me clean the, um, the back out said was, Hey, did you get bit by any spiders? Because, and then she showed me pictures on her phone. She had been bitten on her leg. She had this huge welt. She described all of the same symptoms. And it was that moment in time that we just checked that box. You know, how certain are you that you were, you know, poisoned by a, by a spider. And it was of course. Right. So we have fumigated in the back. Uh, quite regularly now, although that doesn't really help. And also uh, 
we were told the, the biggest kind of predator are lizards for these things. So I welcome the lizards. Anytime I see them in, in that space, uh, I do not get them out of there. I let them come right in. <laughs> as welcome as can be. Uh, you might want to consider changing your logo to a lizard and let hundreds of them free in your place. <laughs> yeah. So no more Ebor chickens. It's all lizards. <laughs> well, so was it a brown recluse? It was a brown widow, which brown we have widow. in Florida. I yeah, which are that. not terribly poisonous in general. Like you really won't die from them, but you will you will experience everything that I just described, which is the inflamed joint and the the sweating, and then the you know your your vitals will uh, almost indicate a heart attack is is happening. So it's a lot of stress on your heart um, from it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it went away, man. It's a it's a scary story. Yeah, this is definitely an interesting topic for podcasts. What other sicknesses did I have? <laughs> well, I could talk to you all day about sicknesses. You never get sick. It's like I spent half my life being sick. Right, right. So, Okay, I'll tell this story about how I almost died when I was on my 24th birthday. You want to hear that one? I do. I was in Peru, and uh, we, were, we were in the in the Atacama Desert driving across I think I'd been in Peru for like two or three days. I was 23, just about to turn 24. And we pulled off, you know, I was 23. So I didn't plan anything. There was no food, no water. You're driving through the desert and it's like, okay, I'm getting very hungry and very thirsty. So we pull into a, a place that had a, a tarp that was a roof and it was just dirt. And there were dogs running around and I'm like, this doesn't seem very sanitary. But everybody's like, oh, it'll right. be fine. So I'd already had severe food poisoning in my life so many times. I'm like, I don't know. So right. they're like, what do you want to eat? I go, just give me the national dish. So they give me rice with beef. Okay. And there's like eight people watching me. They're like, how do you like it? How do you like it? And I had like two bites and I'm like, ah, something's wrong with this food. You know, I've eaten bad beef before and, and, and the rice was like rotten. I'm like, I didn't want to offend anyone, but I told my cousin, right. who's an American, he lived there. And I told my cousin, I'm like, I don't want to offend anybody, but I can't eat this. There's something wrong with it. I'm going to get sick. I had three bites. I specifically remember that. And he goes, I'll eat it. And he ate the whole thing. I'm like, are you sure? And he goes, yeah. I go, okay. A couple days later, I have never been more ill. I mean, I was hallucinating. You, I, I'll spare people the disgusting details, but you know what happens uh, when you get food poisoning. Yeah, that's the and, worst. And my cousin kept going, hey, why don't I, I don't have to take you to the hospital. And my uncle was there too. Like, you look like you're dying. And I'm like, yeah, I, I you know, I kind of feel like I'm dying. And, and I remember like, I would look at the clock and say it was 12.03 PM. Okay. And I would think, okay, you know, in a couple of hours, a few hours, I'll get better. I just had to keep focusing on eventually I'll get better. Cause I actually just wanted to die. And, and I remember like, It'd be like four or five hours had gone by and I would look at the clock and it'd been like two minutes without exaggeration. So every minute felt like almost a day because I was so Just hallucinatory. And it was this, it was the hallucination. Like the biggest takeaway from me was like time just completely disappeared. Oh man. And I've never done a psychedelic drug, but I hear, you know, people say, oh, they, they take ayahuasca or whatever. And it'll feel like it's like two lifetimes. That's how it felt. Like every half an hour was like a, a month. Oh, no. And so anyway, eventually, you know when like your hands start to fall asleep and tingle? Yes. My whole body started tingling and falling asleep and going numb. And then my brain started going numb. And I felt like my life force fading. Like I, 
I really right, felt, I, I really think that I was getting close to dying. And so I told my cousin, I'm like, I'm really scared now. Take me. So, you know, they don't have the facilities that we do. So he had to, he called his friend who had a PhD in, in health. Okay. And he said, go buy this one medicine at this one pharmacy and buy a needle and then go to this other place and they can inject it for him there and better do it right away. So you go to one pharmacy, he picks up the medicine and the needle. They go to another place and this part's embarrassing. I don't even know if I'm going to leave this in the episode, but it was like you. <laughs> I go in there and there's like four or five young nurses it's the and worst, right? Is the worst. And they go, yeah. and they go, okay, come back here and we'll inject you. And they're like, you got to pull down your pants to, to put it in yeah. your rear. And, and then I'm like, this is so embarrassing. And there's like four or five nurses go into the room. I'm like, is it really? Not? And they're laughing. Of they course. go, oh, look at how white his butt is. Ho, ho, ho. And I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. They gave me the injection. And within minutes, I felt like, just like the life force restored. Yeah. But it was awful. That was my 24th birthday. Now that we've thoroughly grossed everybody out. <laughs> right. Then we got just call this the gross out episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. This was fun. Thank you. Thanks for talking to me again. Sure thing. I'm going to, I'll disconnect here, Dave. Take care. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Talk to you later. Bye. It's the Dave the Lawyer Podcast.